Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two, what is up, everybody? And welcome to a live episode of the Locker Room Podcast here in our studio in Contra Coffee and Tea. I'm here with the producer, Mark Bender. Mark, what do you have to say? What's up, everybody? It's good to finally be on the podcast. Long time coming. Right after our absolutely fire video we dropped on Wednesday. Shout bro. out shout Spitball Media and Leisure Taylor. Shout out Leisure, bro. Thank you so much. That shit was gas. Go check it out on our Instagram, Locker Room EST 2023. Nothing short of amazing what happened there, but Mark, let's just get it started. Where are you from? So, hi, I'm Mark Bender. I'm from Lake Tahoe, California, Truckee, California. Uh, I'm a freshman here at Chapman University and White Lister's producer and social media manager. <laughs> Mark is the man behind the operation. I'm the one that does all the cool stuff. But And a long story <laughs> short, Mark, my absolute dog, nothing to say the least is one of the most hardworking guys I've been around. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Of course, it. of course. But nonetheless, he, he works hard. He puts in the work for the pod. He does the sound. He does the editing. Uh, yeah, you know, he's the he's the man behind the magic. I'm just the one that presents it. Um, but, you know, Mark, let's get right into it. You were a ski racer growing up. Yeah, so I've pretty much been skiing my whole life parents started me when I was two years old and just kind of kept with it, fell in love with racing. And so when I was like 13, got into racing into the development program over at Squaw Valley, now Palisades Tahoe, and just stayed with it, ended up going to Sugar Bowl Academy in high school. But then unfortunately with concussions, I'm on number 15 now, uh, with concussions, I no longer can ski race. So yeah, Mark, Mark and I, since we've met, have bonded a lot over skiing. Uh, me being from Park City, Utah, and him being from Lake Tahoe, the two basically skiing capitals of the Western hem- Hemisphere, to say the least. Yeah, bro. For sure. I mean, we've, I mean, we talked a lot about it. I ski raced for a year. I yeah. didn't know that. Wait, oh, wait. Yeah. You well, never like, told me this. I was like 10. Okay, okay, okay. When he was a youngin'. But it was like. I can't remember what it was called. It was like development team. It was like one yeah, of yeah, 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 Devo, you know? Devo, Devo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, Devo. No, see, now it's come back to me. Um, but yeah, dude. So at the time, I was really getting into basketball. This was like when I started really playing basketball. I was just like, you know, I could go to night training five days a week and ski like all day. I'm like, dude, this isn't that fun just to sit around all day and do one run, do bad. Like I was never good. <laughs> No matter how hard I tried, it just, like, didn't get that much better. I mean, I was always a great skier, but I was never, like, a great ski racer. There's a lot of people, like, and you'll agree, like, who are really good skiers, but could not race. Okay, nah. Because they're not used to the... That, the I can is, speak like, on that, too, because it's, like, the free ride thing I was telling you yeah, about, like, like earlier. talked about this a lot. It's, like, there's kids who just aren't good at ski racing, but they're just good skiers in general, and so they go out, and, like, when they do Big Mountain and stuff like that they just do really well because they have that yeah. background in ski racing they're just not you know excellent not, not at everyone that, but they're still a good skier for it, but yeah that's a, so anyways i was so at the time i'm like like dude like i love basketball and i was still playing lacrosse at the time and i was like all right dude like lacrosse and basketball are my thing like i love skiing i'm gonna keep skiing but i just don't want to ski competitively it's not for me but anyways 
Oh, he's not walking down. There it is. There's a booty. What's good? Hey, what up? Look who showed up. All right, so keep it going. I was, yeah, dude, so I just started hooping, getting buckets, crossing people up, you know, doing my thing. Now, here today, still trying to walk on. Uh, don't know where that's going to go. We'll see. Hey, still, hey, still giving it. you buckets. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, no, it's no, still 1-0 no, 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 no. in the 1v1. Let's, let's just point that you, out. I still got go one point one. on it. Let's go run ones after this. Okay, Ryan. say less. Say less. Say less. Dude. Hey, Monday after Monday after uh, class. Monday after class. Say less. This dude cannot guard. <laughs> I don't care about your MCL or any of that. Bro, <laughs> you cannot stay in front of me. Cap. Came down. We're in this basketball class together. We play five on five. Came down. Mark's guarding me. In and out. Okay, cross. Sidestep. Wet it in his mouth. Next play. <laughs> whoa, come down. whoa. Pause. Wide pause, open three. Pause. In his mouth. Pause. He can't pause, guard me. He pause. can't stay in front of me. Anyways, long story short, Mark cannot guard me. It's okay. Pause. Mark's not a hooper. He doesn't understand. Oh, my God. But that's the point. All right. Put it. Let's, let's go on the pitch then. Let's go on the pitch. Play some footy. Play some footy. I'll, okay. I'll make I'm you not, like four never, times. But I'm like, dude, okay, here's the thing is I don't – I've accepted the fact that I'm bad at soccer. Like, I okay. wouldn't even attempt I, to – here's my thing okay. is like I wouldn't I am, attempt to go. I, I will admit I'm bad at basketball, but I'm not that bad. I would say I'm a solid below average player. Okay, my uh, <laughs> my version of an average player and your version of an average okay, player. Okay, because you've been playing the like your whole life. It's like with me too, with skiing. I guess you can understand skiing. Yeah. It's like with soccer though. Like I'm an average soccer player. At best, yeah. Oh, shut your ass <laughs> up, bro. I can't. I can't with this okay. shit. Okay, that was that was uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this kid, bro. All right, we're gonna we're gonna need it. All right, bet. I uh, learn how to use the bleep button on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. We, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I'll, I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. Uh, anyways, yeah. I, I would not run you in soccer. Skiing right. maybe, but Monday, you're Monday after Mon- class. Monday after Monday class. Ever, Monday after buckets. class. Done. Uh, yeah, dude. But we, Mark and I, honestly, we didn't meet that long ago. That's what's Bro, crazy. Is we literally like came up with this during a poker game. Oh my god! Not Inner term, gen- like what? Mid, I would say like, like mid early January. We've yeah. known each other for ten days, and then he was like, "We're just talking about business ideas." And then he's like, "Yeah, dude, I have this idea for a podcast. You know, I want to do." He he tells me he's like, "Yeah, I just want to interview college athletes on the recruitment process." And I was like, "Bro, put me on <laughs> put that. Me on put this. me on that. Let's do this." Now like, now we're here with the hey running contra. Literally, I swear we went to contra like every day. In January well, yeah, for like, like two it, weeks it, straight. Yeah, it, dude, it was money, money down the bag. Second mark started get, making me get drinks here. Is I mean, shout out Paul, like shout out Paul shout and Julie. Shout out Paul and Julie, bro. Give me more free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all. I know y'all hooked me up, but bro, I do not have the money to sustain buying a coffee every other that day. That is facts. But shout out Contra. Anyways. Yeah, so Mark and I just, we got close quick and not even knowing each other for more than 10 days. We're just all in on this business. And, and it clicked. It clicked. Yeah, we spent, I mean, we didn't launch. We launched our first episode March, March 6th. Yeah, March 6th. We so, took a solid 
month two and months, a half yeah, month and a half of just prep. We took the first basically six weeks, not even touching recording equipment. Dude, we literally just we, writing, we bought writing, equipment so late. Like I, I feel like we just outlined like our whole brand and just kind of what our yeah. goal was, and then started writing scripts and everything, and then finally we just. The put funniest it, part is, this is a conversation oh you'll never forget. So, Mark and oh I are talking. God. We're in my room, and we're just like, no. Or were we, no, we were in Keck, because we were just talking. Like, oh, so, I'm like, oh, like, what man. are we going to talk about? Like, oh, like, when are we going to launch? Mark goes, dude, honestly. Maybe this summer. I was, I was yeah. like, you're like, honestly, I'm being realistic. I'm going to say this summer. And I looked at him, I was like, in my mom, like, okay. I Like, what I said to him, I was like, yeah, I agree. I'm like, in my mom, like, watch. <laughs> watch <laughs> I me, said, bro. watch said watch this and all of a sudden hey, a March month 6th. later we launch our first episode yeah. now we're here seven episodes in eighth episode monday 8 a.m at the time we're recording this yeah yeah but well every monday every monday Pacific <laughs> every time monday, yeah, so tune in that's how we got here yep mark anything else you want to add no i think that's it i think we'll hand hand over the mic to my friend abudi abudi good up, to dog? see you it's my first time meeting you. Yeah. Wyatt. To meet you. Abudi. Abudi. Where are you from? I'm from Dubai. Dubai? My family is originally Palestinian. Oh. But I grew up in Dubai. And Dude. then... Um, How the fuck did you come get from Dubai to come out to California? So I, was, I was in Dubai for 17 years. And then um, my family decided to come to California because they love it here. Because they've been coming here every summer. Nothing wrong with that. And then... Um, from there, they just decided to like move here, and then for sure. Uh, now we live in Laguna Beach. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. how you yeah. like that? I love it. Where you at in Laguna? Are you close to like Thousand Steps? Like near Main Beach. Oh yeah, okay. like right. That's a Diego. Beach. That's our spot, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. We're there. Yeah, right we're going tomorrow, there. aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I love Laguna. Yeah. That's sick, it's though. Nice. So how'd you how'd you find out about Chavin? So um. I had a few friends that came here. Oh, for real? Yeah, and then they told me about it. And I was like, let me just apply. Because I was going to a NAIA school. I was playing soccer. What NAIA school? It was uh, called Westcliff University. Dude, I think that... It's not even a school. They don't have a campus. Really? It's just like a online school, and they have a soccer team. Oh, and I was shit. like, let me give it a shot, because I really wanted to play. And then it didn't work out, and then I decided to focus more on the business side. And, like, look at myself through school and, like, focus on right. school. So, I just decided to transfer to Chapman. Hell, yeah. Yeah. So, what year are you? Sophomore? I'm a sophomore. Nice. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. So, I actually, I was, yesterday, I was recording with my, one of my old trainers back home. I played basketball. And he, so, he went to an NAIA, he went to two different NAIA schools. But he, like, him and I were talking about, it. he's like, because NAIA is, like, crazy small. Like, one of my high school teammates, Luke Verichok, got recruited to uh, St. Catharines, which is down in San Diego. And he was, like, first, from his perspective, he wanted, like, he wanted more of that college experience and still be able to play college basketball. Because those NAIA schools, like you said, it's, like, an online school. They're really tiny. Like, St. Catharines, I think, was, like, 300 people. I'm, like, dude, my graduating class in high school is bigger than that. But, yeah. What's your favorite part about Chapman? Um... Honestly, just the school, my friends, and then uh, the environment. I love Chapman. 
the weather is amazing here. Mm-hmm. Um, just being on campus is really nice. I love the vibes. You live in the K or? No, I live um off campus. Oh, nice. By myself, yeah. You got an apartment? Yeah, How a far studio. Are you? Like five minutes. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. You like it there, though? Sorry? You like it there? I love it. It's chill. Yeah. It's really nice. That you staying in that apartment for next year too? Or for the next two years. Two years. Yeah. You went a two-year lease on that? Three years. Three so years. this year wow. and, and two more years. That's cool. yeah. But you like yeah. it? I love it. Yeah, dude. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. We well, Mark and Mark, me, and then Luke over there are living in the K. Then we got nice. one more of our boys over there, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trying to figure out the apartment situation for yeah. the following year, but yeah, yeah, dude. That's cool. How's rent for you? Sorry? How's rent? Rent? Um, it's cool. For a, stu- I mean, for for a, a studio, studio it's, quite, it's probably not crazy. It is crazy. Really? Yeah. How much are you paying? 2500 Damn! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, that's a house, yeah. bro. You got a cleaning service with that? <laughs> no. Nothing. Yeah. Twenty five hundred a month. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, it's where crazy. is it? Like relative to China. Um Okay, do you know where Ralph's is? Yeah. Um if you keep going down like two minutes, it's like right there next to um Party City. Next to Jaybirds. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. It's mm-hmm. called eleven ten. Eleven ten. Yeah. How big's your apartment? It's really small. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a studio, but still, yeah, that's it's a wild. Studio. Yeah, 2500's crazy. It is crazy. Dude, like, that's wild. Yeah. I've never, I, dude, I've honestly never heard of anyone yeah. paying that much, but. It is crazy. I mean, still, that's dope, though. But you're, yeah. you're a business major? I am. No, actually, I'm undeclared. Oh, you're I, still undeclared. But I want to do real estate. Real estate? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, you know what you're, you want to minor in? Probably graphic design. Oh really? Yeah. Graphic designing. Mark yeah. knows. Mark knows I can cook in oh graphic design. Yeah. I, um, this yeah. guy can cook. Kind of oh. we- like weirdly enough, it's because I took all those stupid Photoshop classes in uh-huh. high school, and then somehow like I'm still okay at yeah. it. But dude, graphic cool. design stuff. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Yeah. Uh, I want to do. I that. cooked up the logo. Nice. I did the logo. Stickers. Stickers. Business cards. That looks shirts. cool, bro. Oh, dude, yeah. Bro, so, okay, how about Switch stories? What about you wanna, it? You want to, like, explain what it is? So, I mean, when this episode releases, it'll release in a pack. We'll have another okay. episode with the uh, owners of Contra, which is our side series to the locker room called okay. Switch Stories, which is where, as a basketball, as someone who loves basketball is still trying to play, yeah. you know, at the college level. Sorry, are you going to walk on? Yeah, I'm trying to okay, next year. Nice. This coming year. Okay, so I've been cool. going to like open gyms and stuff. Yeah. But anyways, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be more episodes around kind of just basketball. And then we'll have like other stuff. So our mm-hmm. first one is going to be with the owners of Contra. So we'll talk about Contra, basketball, what mm-hmm. owning a small business, yeah. you know, and the journey they've come on. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have Leisure Taylor, who filmed our uh, Instagram video okay. for Contra. You know, we'll talk about Dodge College mm-hmm. and, you know, spitball and, like, his media company yeah. and, you know, all that cinematography and media stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, but it, there's going to be real basketball tied into it just because, yeah. like, that's what I grew up around. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be, like, a more, like, kind of general audience kind of thing. Yeah. Which will be dope. But, so, yeah, that'll be Swish Stories, which nice. comes out. Okay. 
yeah, with this live episode. Okay. I don't know how often we're going to do it, but it's going to yeah. be a cool side series. Okay. But, yeah, the logo cool. we cooked up for that. Okay. Mark knows. Yeah. What you know about that logo, Mark? That shit's crazy. <laughs> Snapped on it. Anyways. Yeah, anything else you want to add? Um, No, nothing else. Anyone you want to shout out? Plug your Instagram or whatever. Um, My Instagram is the booty Kaluti. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Diego, you want to come on up here? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go, Diego. My boy. What's up? What's up? What up, dog? What up? How you doing today? Dude, feeling sleep, good. You sleep in today? No, I woke up 6.30. Dude, what? I, don't, I just I just did. Aiden and woke then, you up or? No, dude. Yeah. I just woke up. You know. Go to the gym this morning or? No, I just started studying for econ and um, you really got, just. You got midterm next week? Dude, no, I got finals coming up. But I mean, yeah, we got. Uh, that's fair. We got I got to yeah. focus, lock in. You got lock in. Yeah. It's, it's like that one comment. So locked in, they're going to start saying free Wyatt. One, yeah, of the cold, one of the coolest comments in the game, bro. Coldest comments in the game. So so locked in, they might have to start saying free Wyatt. <laughs> what you know about it? Anyways, Diego, where are you from? So I'm from Laverne, California. Um, it's a small town above, I guess the best way to describe it is above Pomona, which is where the LA County Fair is. It's about an hour north of here from Chapman. You did? Yeah. You played, you played soccer and golf in high school? Yeah, I played soccer golf? and golf. Yeah. You know, like... Growing up, I was really dedicated to soccer. I would drive an hour just for practice every single day. And then on Fridays, we'd have, like, indoor, which with traffic including, that would take an hour and a half. Yeah, bro. And it was just so brutal, dude. Indoor soccer is so sick, though. Yeah. I team was cracked. Before I joined, they just went to a tournament in Japan just for indoor. I'm like, dude, you guys, you guys are insane. And then I kept on playing. That got me some looks, but then, you know, it's just when you've been playing for a little while, I don't know. You just kind of, yeah, you can burn out. You get burned out. Then you picked up golf. And then I picked up golf. When did you pick up golf? So, honestly, I've been playing golf since I was, so I was, like, really young, like, eight years old. Like, my grandpa would just take me out to the putting green. All we do, we'd spend, like, hours just putting and putting. You got a good short game, man? Yeah, my short game's nuts. We'll have to play. Dude. Oh, well, you've yeah, you're coming out to Utah this summer. We'll run it, dude. See what, we'll see what you shoot on the Jack Nichols course. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, no, we would just spend hours just putting. You automatic, shooting. like, five feet in? Something about that, When was that, the last yeah. time you missed a five-foot putt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, if he has to think. <laughs> about, like, two months ago. Oh, God, you're going to have to start giving me some strokes. Yeah. So... Pick that up, and then, um, and then what? Well, I hadn't played in a while, and then what? Senior year of high school, I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna try out for the golf team. And I didn't realize this, but it's so underrated, because you get to travel, right? You get to skip class, which is fine. Yeah, because you get to leave like yeah, you get to leave, leave early. You get to go get and to play like nice day. courses too. We got to play this one course, right behind um, right behind the Rose Bowl Stadium. Oh, right? um, Pasadena. Yeah, it's uh, having the biggest brain wow. fart. But we played there for like a tournament, and it was so nice. I'm Googling this. 
Keep going though. So um, we played there, and the course is just. I think it's called like Brookside. Yeah, Brookside Golf Club. Brookside Golf Club. Dude, we got fed. We got breakfast, and then after the round was over, after the tournament was over, we got another. We got lunch. Oh, this is a nice looking course. Yeah, man. and we're in high school. Think about that. So we got pulled out. Right, we got. Driven there, had breakfast. You know which one you played? Because they said they had two courses. There's uh, probably the North Course or the CW Corner. Excuse me, Eone Resort Two. Sounds about right. I might yeah. be one of one of those. But um, okay. yeah, no, we got up there and it was pretty cool. And then we made it to CIF, which was pretty cool because that was in Santa Barbara. Dude, this course is not even badly priced and looks pretty nice. I know, too. right? So, yeah, $35, 18 holes. Yeah, it's pretty Damn. nice. Damn. On the week? So the winner of that tournament got a tour of the Rose Bowl. Oh, what? Yeah. So like Dude. after it was over, they'd be like, all right, whoever won, they were playing for yeah, to Mark, go and tour the this. Rose Bowl. That's what Check that, that course out. looks like. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. So we ain't like my high school entered to play and it was really sick. And, um, yeah, we didn't finish in first. <laughs> we came in third, but honestly, like, it was, Still it was just a cool it. experience because yeah, it was, sure. the, the greens were so nice. Really? And then, um, nice and fast. Too. Yeah. And then, uh, we ended up making it to our CIF and that was in Santa Barbara. So think about it. Like in high school, you're traveling. That's really like for golf too, really. It's kind of unheard of. Yeah. So we got to spend the so night. That's what, like two and a half hours? Yeah. Something about more, that. Yeah. So we got to spend the night there, chill out, and this was like during school too. So like we spent like oh yeah, days. you're skipping class like, you're like, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, and we were just like chilling in like a hotel with the boys. Oh, dude, just kicking back. Yeah, and then we got to play some nice courses. Oh, so, I mean, great times, dude. You enjoy it. Great times. How's the uh, range with you and Mark the other night? The range was good. Mark's uh, the first couple of swings are a little brutal, but uh. <laughs> But toward the end, he got the hang once of it. He he get, was, once he, once yeah, he gets dude, going, he, he gets can, going. Dude, he, uh, last time I played with him, Mark, you remember that par four you drove the green on? Dude. That's actually true. He drove. It was like a, it was like a, um. It was a par, it was like a shorter what? par four. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was like 280 maybe, like 290 yards, dude, par four. I Piped and it wasn't, it, dude, it was just this low, little stinger. It was like bomb. a low stinger. And it, it was like an uphill par four, low stinger, kind of carried the ridge just, like, perfectly. Really? And Mark's like... You know what he tells me at the driving range? What? He's like, I don't know how to hit my driver. And the whole time, I'm not even kidding, he spent, like, a good 30 minutes just working on his driver. And I'm like, what's wrong with your driver? He's like, I really don't know how to hit it. I literally grab his driver. I just smack it. And I'm like, dude, this driver's beautiful. Yeah, dude, he, what do you have, a Rogue ST? Rogue ST yeah, with a, with dude, a stiff so shaft. And, dude, you could... Dude, you seem like someone who plays with, like, an extra stiff. I feel like no, you swing actually, hard. No, I don't. I have a... I, my grandpa won a, an M2 driver and my oh tailor i like made, them twos by, nice. by taylor made right and he he gave it to me right and it just has regular shaft. he just won in a tournament how do you like those um how do you like it's great too? but i need to change my shaft because yeah have you need shaft, a stiff probably. it's so bendy that's what i mean yeah that's my i need to buy a new driver or something. my swing speed's a little too fast that's what i mean dude but you, like one of my boys back home shout out luke Tuli, dude he like 
He has, dude, he swings so hard. He's a great golfer. I, I don't know what his handy. He's probably like a three, four handicap. But he swings so hard, and he can just strike the ball. Oh, dude, he's got and he's got that beautiful like riser ball flight on his drive. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, where they just float up and then just drop right oh, down. Oh, dude, that's how I'm trying to be. That's what. Yeah, dude. If I start hitting risers, bro, I feel like the best job would be just to be on the tour, just play golf all day. Oh, dude. That'd be so. Have you watched any of that full swing? No, I've been meaning to. Dude, it's, know, it's on I've my. It's on my. I um, it's on my homepage, and I've been. Charlie keeps dying. telling me to watch it. And I'm it like, looks good, oh, dude. I want to watch it because it's made by the same people that uh, F1 Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive. I'm yeah. a I'm addicted to F1. Yeah, dude. it's the same. Yeah, the s- people that produce that produce Full Swing. Really? Yeah. And then, a booty, you out? Yeah. Alright, bro. bro. Hey. Peace. Nice meeting you. Good meeting you, dog. What a beast. Oh yeah, no, that Full Swing stuff is so sick. Yeah, Mark, dude. have you watched Full Swing? Yeah, bro, I know. We need. We all need to watch that. Because Chuck was like, dude, it's so good. And then Chuck was telling me about the episode with Brooks Kepka, mm-hmm. which was sick. It's crazy because those guys are like, some of them are, when like when joining the tour, they're like not really on, but they're not really off. Uh, they're that makes that sense. So they're kind of like bordering. And then like it also like comes down to like, I guess their personal like financial situation. Like, you remember, like, like, when Jordan Spieth came out of nowhere and yeah, the Masters? Like, yeah. That was wild. And now he's, like, he's still good, but he's, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's once every blue moon. Yeah. But that's, like, that was crazy. But that's what's so interesting about golf is you can have these guys just come out of nowhere. But the guys, like, yeah. who are really kind of on that border, dude, the amount you have to pay is, like, between like fees, paying it's the chat, yeah, and, it just comes down. I feel like towards the end to like a financial situation. Yeah. Like, how long can you like stick with it before like realizing like, am I really gonna join? Or am I really not? This is what I mean. Especially now, like, dude, even with the, all the live live tour stuff that's going on. Yeah, dude, remember when it first came out? They offered Tiger. It was like eight hundred million. million. Yeah, yeah dude. dude, that was crazy. That's insane. Because who who does live? Who owns the live tour? Is it Greg it's, Norman? The, who owns the tour? Yeah, isn't it Greg Norman? Was he the one was, that started? I it was it? like the Saudi royal family. Oh no, it was. But Greg Norman, I think, was like doing something with them. It's Hold maybe, on, yeah. I'll look. I'll look it up. But no, dude, that's a lot of money. Uh. Hold on, let's see. I remember it was controversial in the beginning. Yeah, no, it was huge. No, Greg Norman's the commissioner of uh, right. the tour. But I think it's, yeah, whatever that Saudi family was. But anyways, dude, yeah, they were throwing people ridiculous amounts of money. Dude, but yeah. my thing is, it's like, with someone like Tiger, I was talking to my dad about this when it was blowing up. I was like, dude, Tiger Woods has made, or like those top guys, He's like a Tiger, or like Rory yeah. McIlroy. Phil Mickelson, like, those guys have made so much money, not only playing golf, but with endorsement deals and other stuff. It's like, dude, it doesn't even matter how much they're getting paid. It's the same, it's, and, dude, yeah, it was ridiculous. But even still, like, $800 is wild. And now, like, all those live tour guys aren't being back, or aren't allowed back on the PGA. Like, Kepka and all them. I you like see, Kepka too. Dude, I love Brooks. I like watching him just drive the ball, dude. Oh yeah, he's dude. He's so I love watching him play. Great guy. Do you see how? Um, I don't know if you noticed those guys. None of the guys on the live tour get get uh FedEx Cup points. 
They get FedEx Cup points? No, they don't. Why is that? I think because, like, the PGA is, like... Because I don't know if you saw it. So, on the PGA, or on the Masters, like, scoreboard, mm-hmm. it would show, like, the FedEx Cup points after all the results. Yeah. And it was, like, every guy was on the lift tour. It was just, like, blank. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm realizing it, that makes sense now. Yeah, because the PGA is almost kind of trying to, like, you know what I mean? Just kind of almost blacklist it. Yeah. Because the PGA is, like, this is the first time ever, like, the PGA is going to run for their money. So, now it's, it's kind of, like... Yeah, it's close competition, if exactly. that makes sense. Exactly, so they're doing everything they can to stay yeah. above it. Because it's, like... It's almost sort of like a, um... It's, like, a almost sort of, like, breakup thing, where it's, like, if the PGA, like... If you get enough guys to join this live tour, the mm-hmm. PGA is going to cease to exist. Dude, right? Which is wild. I think um, PGA's got a great thing going. Yeah. You know what I really like what they do, like, have as, like, a tour? That uh, one tournament out in Phoenix. The oh, waste the management. Waste Management Tour? I am so dude. down to go to that, dude. My, one of my boys at Arizona. Shout really? out Dylan. He was there. Oh, but dude. I wouldn't mind camping out 16, waking up 4 in the morning just to get a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> when, um, I remember, what year was it? It was, like, two years ago when, like, they made... It wasn't really like a big deal, but it sort of was because they had that giant corral, and then Sam Ryder made that hole in one. Yeah, and they all started. And everybody ooh. just started throwing like beers on like, oh, the dude, they green, were, dude. That was like, that's what I mean. That was like one of those moments. That was a turning point, I think, in golf or golf. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, in like the past like five a, years, playing golf became cool. A game, it gained more of a popularity. I think COVID also helped a lot with that because oh, I was talking sure. like we're, me personally like working on a golf course. I really didn't start getting back into golf until COVID because mm-hmm. it was like, dude, it's the only thing that like, right? we could do. I would go um in my hometown. The only things that were open were just a bunch of driving ranges. Yeah, we had our driving range on all the and golf people courses. were there nonstop because that was like the only thing to do. Yeah, but dude, I mean, it was like the one way you could get outside. One, you could get outside, hang out with your friends, yeah, and do something together, like. And then toward the end, everybody was just cracked at golf. Oh, dude, somehow, like, you get all these guys who, like, picked up a golf club Uh maybe two years ago, and now they're shooting, like, they go from, like, never playing golf in their life to become, like, a... A seven handicap. Yeah, like, a high, like, 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 yeah, like, these guys guys are just picking up golf clubs, like, on Craigslist, right? And then all of a sudden, like, at the end of COVID, they're just nuts. That's what, and now, and now golf is such, like, a well-branded thing. It almost like revived golf as a whole because now every because now you have like barstool sports with all those guys. Like everyone now, everyone's playing you know the PGA 2K game. More people are watching you know the PGA and all that stuff. You got you know groups like Good Good who have like transformed the golf game into more GM of like golf. A, yeah, yeah, which is Good Good because the guy who started that um, Garrett Garrett and then they started Good Good, which is like him. Yeah. Matt, um, who I else? Need a, I need a Micah just left. He did, you know huh? Micah Morris? Yeah. The dude with the man bun. So he left because I think, and then he joined, uh, I think he joined like Team TaylorMade because now he's trying to play on like one of the tours. And those guys on Good Good, not even some, all of them are just nuts. Dude, but Micah's but like, Micah's, you wow. know, you know, like Rick Shields. Yeah. You were listening to his podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he was talking about Micah. He's like, dude, Micah's like. If he keeps working, like, that dude could become, like, a legitimate tour player. You know what's so funny? 
when I never knew how to hit like a driver properly, I would just watch so many Rick Shields videos. Dude, Rick Shields, just like, just like him showing me how to like properly swing my driver because I was bad. I was kind of like Mark. I didn't know how to swing Damn. my driver. I was I was bad. <laughs> Mark, I was showing Mark, you. You ever I watch was, Rick Shields videos? All right. Really? He's this guy. So he's from, like, a, the he's, UK. He's the British. D- yeah, the British yeah. dude. Rick Shields. Rick Shields. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I want to buy, buy one of those, those dude. They're like CO2 loaded. And they have the little cartridges and they just. Dude. Dude, those would be so fun to screw. The only thing you have to like really get down is just like your putting. If you like. Yeah, dude. You're not even you swinging. Want, you got to tell me those putting drills you're on, bro. Dude, just Mark, hours. did you hear what he said earlier? Oh, I don't know if you were down here. I was like, because Diego was telling me, he was like, when he was a little kid, him and his grandfather would go out and just putt for like hours. I was like, Di- Diego, when's the last time you missed like a five foot putt? He goes, yeah, like two months ago. Five foot and then I'm locked. Really? Dude, my short game, nah, he knows. My short game, like. We played that. We were playing that little box game. So we went to this driving range. And basically, I was like, Mark, where are you aiming? And then he's like, you know, like, I have these little places. I'm like, let's play the box game. And then we basically, there's probably 50, 50 yards out. There's, like, a big green box in the fairway. And then we are just basically saying, like, oh, we'll hit it. And then, what? Yeah, so, and then, um, and then like, he borrows my 60-degree wedge. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, let me borrow your 54-degree. And I'm like, yeah, watch. I'm going to hit it right now. And. I kid you not, I get under it, and he's like, no, you're not. And, like, it's on the line, and it literally, it probably missed it by, like, it probably missed it by, like, an inch. And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> he got so scared, too. You like, hit no, a dude, not. you hit a good 60. It's so sad. It's either, like, you open it's that face, cool. you hit a perfect flop, or you blade that shit, and it turns into yeah. a driving wedge. <laughs> I mean, you've heard the, of a driving whole, iron. Have you ever heard of a driving wedge? <laughs> the whole time we were like the whole time like Mark was trying to use my sixty degree, he was just trying to see how much like airtime he could get on it. Dude, I was talking to my dad about this. My dad hates the fact that I have a sixty degree. Why? Because he's like, you don't need a club back. I mean, I kind of get it. Like, honestly, when I'm on the fringe, or like when even when you're in on the fringe, it's nice. But sometimes it's easier just to go bumping around. But also depends. Like, if I'm going uphill, I think I'd rather go sixty. You know how I broke eighty for the first time? How? I honestly ditched all my little wedges, and when I was on the fringe, I would just putt. Yeah. Because it's so much safer. And even though, like, I'm not, like, Texas I wasn't really. wedge, baby. Maybe if I was, like, feeling it. But honestly, like, if I wanted to break 80, just every time I'm, like, on the fringe, or, like, I know I could probably use my, like, uh, wedge. my wedge, I, I would, and I would just stick to the safe game and just use my putter. Or just, dude, you hit a little, like, bumping around with, like, an 8-iron or, like, a pitching yeah, wedge. Yeah, too. I love that. Or, yeah. dude, sometimes if it's a really flat green. Mm-hmm. Go like five iron, just kind of tap it. Five iron, just get if it's like if I'm on the front, if I'm short of front, it's it pins in the back. I just need it to move, mm-hmm. especially on like the muni course, like I play at, which is honestly like for being a muni course, it's actually pretty nice. But the greens are still a little bit slower, so it's little, like, little iffy. What little iffy? No, they're I... in good shape, they're just a little slow, especially like dude, compared to the course like I work at. It's like night and day. Because those greens are ridiculously fast. Yeah, dude. I've been like, what happened was um, the last time I played, it was like my dad and I, and we were just practicing on the. Recently, right? yeah. yeah. We were, uh, we were just 
practicing on the greens and the greens were like the practice greens were like oh these are really fast they might be fast out there and even like the marshals like oh yeah they're fast today dude the first hole you leave, did you leave it short no dude you went long oh. no i i landed it next to the green i mean next to the green like next to the flag probably within six feet and then rolled off it didn't even roll dude it was slow they were soft oh like my ball so just, just sunk stopped. right in i'm like uh I'm like, uh, Marshall? <laughs> uh, Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> Marshall, we need to do something about this. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Dude. What a great time. I, I could, dude, I could talk about golf all day. Mark knows this. Yeah, I don't know why uh, you would uh, give your clubs back to your dude, mom to take them back. It's good. Well, here's the thing. We literally said we were going to play. I know, I know, I know. Dude, I also, dude, my, I've gone so downhill. <laughs> I'm from, went from shooting, like, I don't, dude, I, I cannot hit the ball right now. Uh, I fucked up my swing, and I would just go too over the top. <laughs> I was telling Mark about it. Anyways, yeah, but, well, if you come out to Utah, we'll run it, because Mark's coming, I'll tell you when Mark's coming out. We could all go down there and just play. Dude, there's some great courses in Utah. Utah is an underrated state for I wouldn't mind, courses. I wouldn't mind, well, dude, like, the best sport, part is, like, if we got, like, a fourth, we could do, like, a giant scramble tournament. And just join one at, like, a local course. Dude, the best part is about Utah is since it's high in elevation, mm-hmm. your shots go so much farther. Really? So you have to club down? Yeah, dude. You can just hit piss missiles. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, dude, there was one time I was playing. I actually was playing the scramble, funny enough. Mm-hmm. I hit, I kid you not, I hit a 5-iron 230. I had, like, a 200 carry with just a 30-yard rollout on a downhill. <laughs> dude. Just, like, absolutely just pissed on like that's what i mean that's what's fun about playing in the mountains is dude you feel like such a badass when you hit a drive uh-huh. 260 270 i uh, or even like 280 if you really push it i played um the last course i played was in la quinta and i played um what course in la quinta it was pga west uh, Pete Dye Dunes course. Oh, I think some of my boys played that. But and yeah. the golf pro, shout out to Tristan Taylor on PGA. He's 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 the guy. He's the guy. And he's you know who he's friends with? Who? Um, he's friends with like all the guys from Good Good. Oh really? Yeah, he like that's showed me sick. his number and everything. That's dude. fire. And he's always like a he's he's always on Instagram just like I guess perfecting his short game. And he's really good. But mm-hmm. he was telling my dad and I, he's like, oh yeah, club up. Even when you think it's like a certain, even when you think, um, even Wait, when you think you're like club up, yeah, because all the holes at that course were elevated. Oh, yeah, even, no, because they do, all, yeah, because that's yeah. how the most of those Pete Dye designs. Yeah, so it was kind of crazy because, like, the hole would be what we just we gotta go play because they have a Pete Dye course really? at the. The country club I work at, mm-hmm. I work at the Jack Nicholas, but I also can get access to the Pete Dye. Yeah, so you can go play both. Dang. So, so yeah, Mark, we'll we'll run it in Diego. Yeah, we'll run so it. So then the the hole would be what 150 yards out. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you think you could get it with like a what am I hitting 150? Probably like a eight iron. He's like, use a seven. I'm like, dude, what? Like, You're like, dude, shut I'm like, up. I'm like, no way. So then I didn't, I didn't really believe him. Until we got to, like, a situation sort of like that. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to club up. Dude, he was right. It was insane. Because, like, literally the hole's elevated. Like, you don't... It doesn't really seem like it, but... No, but there, you, it does. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just elevated. Dude, I played this one uni course in Lake Chelan up in Washington. Uh-huh. Dude, 
and all the greens greens are like dome shaped. So if you don't put it in the middle, <laughs> dude, it's rolling off. Really? It was like I'd never gotten like that pissed like playing golf because yeah. if you don't hit it like on the center of the green. And the greens were neat. the crazy part is the greens were pretty slow because it's it's a muni course so it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, that's a it's honestly like a pretty like for me once again for muni course that one's also pretty solid fun course to play but man but there's one i want to go play my uncle was telling me about it. he's a huge golfer uh-huh. it's like 45 minutes away from lake chelan it's somewhere in washington but it's like one of the nicest public courses in the country yeah and then like near i mean a couple hours away from that you have um ah oh, what's it called out in idaho um dude why am i blanking you know the floating green? Um, Wait. It's in... Um, Still where you have to like cross through like a like a little... No, it's no. literally like a floating green. Just like in this like... Um, where? Dude, why am I blanking on it? Um, Hold on. Floating green? Floating green. There's one course. I don't know where. It, probably in Florida. But I know you have to like cross like it goes over the ocean and there's like this like little rock bridge oh coeur d'alene have you ever heard of it no so the way it works is they have a um so basically it's this literal it's called it's the 14th hole it's a floating green they have this green i kid you not mm-hmm. that's dude what, that's what it looks like <laughs> so it's on literally like a track and it they have the green like move around it's sick wait is he getting a massage on the... <laughs> I don't know why this is on the front Dude, website, why is But, that? like, look at that. That's And sick. they take you on a boat? Yeah, you got to take a little ferry out there. I would lose so many balls. Oh, I dude, think I'd just what? be, like, just taken back. I'm like, wait, like, how do I even get there? You're like, you look at it, you're like, all of a sudden, you're, like, three balls deep, and you're like... I remember my first time playing, like, a really nice course. It was Pelican Hill. Damn. No, that was my first time playing, and that was, like, literally... Last summer, really? I played like my very first like really nice course. Yeah, so I played my really like nice course last summer. Uh-huh. I was Pelican Hill, North Course, and dude, when we got there, it was me and my dad, and we were just taken back from like, from like the from just arriving there. Like the valet was like, "All right, what time's your tea time?" Or we like, "Holy crap!" Or like, they like just got our clubs, they put it in a golf cart. They made us go check in, and then by the time we, like, walked out of, like, the um, the clubhouse, our clubs were already set up on the range. Like, the guys had even washed them for us. We're like, dude, what? <laughs> no, that's what I mean. That's so how then, it is when I work Yeah, in but it so, almost so. felt illegal to, like, hit off the fairways because the grass was so nice. No, that's what I mean. It's so pure. And yeah. It's so, what's nice is it's soft, and you just take these, like, Almost full on, just like no matter the way you hit it, you're taking like a beaver tail out. Yeah, right. You know I, would, what I, mean? I would, I was so nervous because, dude, even the <laughs> fairways were Bermuda. I'm like, dude, this is just insane. This like, I was so, so taken back. So, like, if I were to chunk it, I would feel so bad. I'd be like, I'd go and recover all the bits and pieces right. and try to like replant it. Oh, gosh, bro. No, yeah, but Pelican Hill's sick. Dude. And it's cool because the North Course. I didn't realize this, but most of the fairways are kind of like a bowl shape. So you could yeah, be really bad. I've heard about this. And I would like slice it. Or, but you kind of, you just get that yeah, like little forgiving but Since it was like a bowl, it would roll back into the center. So 
Well, on the front, I shot like a 35, 33. I'm like, dude, I'm cracked. But in reality, it's just like the ball that, that ball would, they would just like replace my ball right back in the center. Mm. It's great times. Is that north course pretty hard or not? I'm about it. It wasn't north. It was south. South. South is pretty easy. North, north I played so with my hard. friend from uh, high school. His name's Garrett. He goes to GCU. He's on the golf club. But uh, we played north there and that one was hard. It was hard. The holes were so intimidating. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I yeah, when you come at, when you come out to Utah and you play mm-hmm. this Jack Nicholas course, I'm telling you right now, like, dude, we usually play like I kid you not, like that course is hard. Like we usually play like combos. Cause to be honest with you, if you play from the tips, the first hole is a seven hundred thirty five yard par five. Dude. Dude. Like you know what like and from like the combos it's still like I think five, like forty. Or something like that. It, dude, it's an 8,000-yard course. I was about to say, how many yards is it? 8,000? Yeah, that Jack Nicholas is 8,000. Like, 80... Actually, it's, like, almost 8,100. Wow. But still. Yeah. It's insane. Super nice. It's a cool course, dude. You have some cool views. But, yeah. We'll, we'll take you out there. All right. This summer. This it's, summer, it's for it sure. Down. All right. I think it's time we finally move on to Luca. Bro's falling. <laughs> Luca's been bro, waiting here bro for a while. Bro's the first one here. He's <laughs> Luca's. Luca's got some things we to saved, say. We saved the best for last. We saved the best for last. Thank you, Diego. All right, future <coughs> sweet mate next year, right? Lucas Baroni. Luca, how are you? I am tired. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. Bro is like, Mark. Did you see him? He's just slumped <laughs> over. There. An understatement. <laughs> Praying that you can Mark, video this video something. is gonna be like thirty gigabytes on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we've been re- dude, me and Diego were talking for a good like twenty minutes. We're just talking about golf. Anyways, Luca, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. Good. Tired. Tired. Know, long week. Anyways. Luca is from Chicago. I am from Chicago, Illinois, actually. Cook County. Downtown. Downtown? Downtown. Um I would say born and raised. But, like, you know, my parents aren't from America, so there's, like, that whole aspect to Italian. it. My dad's from Italy and my mom's from Turkey. Dude, I'm going to Turkey in a couple, in two years. Really? For yeah. what? Hair uh, transplant? Sister. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank God you're Mark's roommate. <laughs> no, uh, it'll be for, it'll technically be for my sister's graduation right. for high school, but yeah, dude, I'm excited to go see what's up out there. It's, I went to, I was in Italy last summer. What'd it'll, you do? So, sailed up, sailed up the Adriatic in Croatia, flew over to Italy, went, dude, Rome, Siena, Florence, Cinque Terre, um, Siena, yeah, with one end, yeah, like that castle city, yeah, yeah. I stayed in there. That place is sick. That place you know, is they awesome. Got, like the big like circle. In the yeah, middle. with like the horse race yeah, in the middle. Yeah, the horse races. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was I. I loved it out there. That place is lit. Yeah, I went to a Italian juice shop, like the Birkenstocks. I have like not like the, not the ones you call like the village people shoes. <laughs> the village just clogs, like yeah. the. The sandal ones. I bought at a shoe shop. Right there. Yeah. No, that. No, I love Sienna. And then I went to Verona. Nice. Verona. I think Verona was probably my favorite. 
It's very pretty. It's like a very like it was also in my opinion out of all the cities in Italy, it was probably the cleanest. <laughs> I mean, at least the ones I went to. Fair, because like Siena was. I mean, Siena's really clean too. When you go, unfortunately, when you go south, like infrastructure isn't. Yeah, no, that's what developed. I mean. It's a little. Yeah, no, but Italy, dude, Italy was sick. I was, but yeah. in my opinion. I don't know. I'm a huge seafood guy, so I thought the food in Croatia was better than Italy. But Italian better food, than Italy. That's because, dude. But the seafood in Croatia was ridiculous. Well, I mean, yeah, they have more like access to the ocean. Than that's Italian what I mean. Too. But still, like, dude, Italy, dude, I had some insane food out there. Yeah, it but was, it's but, it's so basic. Well, to me, it's a little basic. Yeah, it's you just know gonna what be I mean. Pasta, pizza. And it's like, gonna be. It's a lot of carbs. <laughs> all carbs. Period. <laughs> but still, dude, Italy. Yeah, I love Italy. I thought. But yeah, once again, I thought Verona was the coolest place I went to. Isn't I that really, the one that shakes? Like, isn't that Romeo and Juliet? Isn't that that's where that's set? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was cool. I liked walking around there, but yeah, I was gone for three weeks. So Amsterdam for a day, and then seven different places in Croatia, and then all the places in Italy in the span of like three weeks. Sheesh. Yeah. So There's we a lot taking, of moving, dude. We were taking the train everywhere. I was gonna say, were you flying or train? Train. At least, like, and then, so, Croatia, we were just on the boat for seven days, which was easy. We had, like, yeah. And then, Italy was, like, just, like, one night stay, go train, train, train. Yeah. But, it, it, dude. Like, yeah. It's cool. I mean, like, obviously, like, we did some touristy stuff. Like, you know, walked around Rome, saw the, um. Did you do the Leaning Tower? No, dude. We didn't have time. That one, it's we, actually we cool. So, I know. I wanted to see it. We we were so, dude, it was like, we were so packed for time. We did this, um, in Cinque Terre, we did this hike, which goes like, cause you're right along the coast. I don't know which side, actually. I think on the western side? No. Maybe. I'm not sure. But Cinque Terre was sick. Something like that. Like, it's just like, cause it's, it's a group of like five cities just on that like coast. On a coast and they just have. Yeah. There. Is it is it like coastal or is it more mountain stuff? Mountain, right? So like, right. No, it was cool, but yeah. So, dude, how'd your parents get from Italy to Turkey to the states, and then? So my mom did college in Turkey. Okay. Her undergrad, and then she got a scholarship to IIT Illinois Institute of Technology in Chicago. Um, and then my dad was working for his dad's company, which was like this engineering company that had like a, a company or a factory out in Springfield. Uh, so okay. that's how he got there in Illinois. And then they met at that school. And then so I'm here. What does your mom do then? My mom currently is at a consulting firm, um, but she also just finished like a two year class for being a life coach. So oh, she takes on cool. like adult clients now that's sick yeah that's dope you uh i mean we've talked about a little bit have you gone to lala a lot so i only got to go one year which was last year um the lineup was our headline last year so four days dua lipa was one of them so like kind of mid I go lie, like I don't think Dua Lipa's that good of an artist, but I feel like if I saw her, I'd still probably. She's a performer. Lee. She's a performer, but exactly, not but not an artist. And then I want to say, maybe Foo Fighters. Uh, like, oh yeah, but the drummer died. Was it the drum? It was. I think it was the lead drummer for Foo Fighters. Maybe. Died, like 
a couple months before. Cause it was like March. Something like that. But yeah, so Foo Fighters was sick. Who I else? can't even remember the lineup. Oh, it was Doja Cat, but then she pulled out and then it was replaced by. I'm Googling this. God, I can't remember. But this year's is crazy. Who is it this Kendrick? Year? Okay, so last year was. Dua Lipa, J. Cole, Green Day, Machine Gun J. Kelly, Cole, Lil Baby, Kaigo Willow, uh, Big Sean, Leroy, Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver was good. Yeah. Glass Animals was good. Mm. They all look so good. Yeah. But you got Kendrick this year. Not a lot of... The one that looked crazy, I don't know if you saw, was Summer Smash in Chicago. Oh, really? That one has Uzi, Travis, Future. Damn. Whoa. I'm trying to. That's like straight off. When's the bat. that? That's I know it's a little earlier, like, like June, July. late June. I know Lala's like what early August. Yeah, most when of the time. When was uh, Summer Smash? Summer Smash is like that last week of June, probably. Oh, really? Um, which sucks. Cause that, probably, that's a, but that's definitely a smaller one than Lala, right? It's the, well, the the size that they have for the actual festival is smaller. Is it, where, I would is, say, where do they do Lala downtown? Lala's Grant Park, like by the like literally by the uh, little lake. Yeah, Little Lake is, that, is, near the, is lake. that near the Cub Stadium? No, no, Cub Stadium's up uh, more way. north. Where's the White Sox Stadium then? White Sox Stadium is southwest. South. I actually went there for like like a sixth grade camp. Like they really? took me there for some weird thing. I went to the, when I went to Chicago my freshman year of high school. I went and saw a White Sox game. I want to go to Wrigley Field, but the Wrigley Cubs Field's are... cool, but it's all under construction right now. Oh yeah, so you like redoing the whole thing? It's you you would imagine like if you're at Wrigley Field at a Cubs stadium, you would have more than one lane of traffic, but it's one lane of traffic. I I took the I just remember I took the train there. The train's kind of shit. You can get stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Like I'm like I'm gonna be honest. Like <laughs> the red line and the brown line is not good. <laughs> you should stay away. I get to know. Get to know. Anyone touring Chicago, do not go the red or yeah, brown no. line. Yeah, no. Actually, train. if you don't like people, send them to those train stations. <laughs> they go to Chicago because you will never see them again. I am serious. God. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have some good street smarts when I go to Chicago. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Luca. Oh God. The hooligans. Hey, who invited you? Anyways, where were we? Oh, music festivals. Who, um, but you'd only gone to Lala once. Yeah, I'd gone to Lala once. I had a friend in Chicago that went like every year. Yeah, it's like, it's part I heard of the high school. Dude, I heard it's year. like a four day thing. Like, she, and she would go like all four days. Yeah, I went all like, four days last year. It was dude, that's, intense. Dude, you gotta be like dead by the fourth day. Yeah, on the fourth day, you were, I feel like. I had another pair of Air Forces that were white on the first day, and then on the last day, they were uh, black. Yeah. So, one of my friends from Chicago who went literally told me she would go to Walmart, buy like a $10 pair of shoes just for the festival, because it was like, dude, it gets destroyed. But it's becoming like Coachella, where every year you like see like, it's not like Coachella fits, it's like Coachella-inspired fits at Coachella, or like Lala-inspired fits at Lala. People trying to put glitter on their think, body like, for no reason. Do you think Lala doesn't... La, I mean, Lala probably is a different culture than Coachella, but I feel like now Lala's trying to be like Coachella as well, far as culture goes. Yeah, because it's it's expanding globally, too, because there's one in Sweden. There's there, Oh, they're doing one in Sweden now? That's they've sick. been doing... Yeah. That's crazy. And they, they bring the same caliber of artists out there, too. That's sick. I'd low-key be like... 
hyped to go see I'd be down to do like a Lala in Chicago and then a month later do Hey Mark, when you're studying abroad, you should go and try and see like anyone who's touring in Spain. Dude, go see a rap concert in Spain. <laughs> no, but if it's like, like if it's like someone big, because they usually do those international tours. When are you guys, when are you guys going to Madrid? Two semesters. Oh, but you're not, yeah, junior fall. But you guys are, uh, but Mark, you're just going this summer. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you weren't about it. <laughs> I had it. an internship before he decided, so. Where'd you get an internship at? Uh, I'm doing this kidney transplant internship at Northwestern at oh, home. Oh, dude, I forget you're a pre-med major. Yeah. Disgusting. God, how do you have a social life? I'm here right now. I mean, dude, that, I mean, that's true. I mean, my dad screwed around in undergrad and began became a podiatrist who's no, saying i'm screwing around no diss hey damn no diss he's a podiatrist but i wasn't this foot doctor <laughs> yeah so anyway dude <laughs> see you know you know your medical terms all right with that being said emma do you want to hop on the mic now you should yes no you 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 were like oh my god i want to be on the podcast you literally okay emma you've literally been dying to be on the podcast and now you're just getting chicken out how many times have you come up to me out in public and been like, put me on the podcast? Yeah, yeah give Mark the mic. Give me the f***ing mic because she can't. Yo, sleep I was in the, <laughs> I was in. I was in the burger line and Emma Emma, Emma comes in and she's like, hey, Mark. I'm like, hey, what's good, Emma? And she's like, put me, put me on the podcast. And she says this loud as hell. I'm- See, and then I told you, Emma, I told you, you could be on the live episode and you go, then you texted me now. You're like, I'm not pulling up. I'm not, like, my, <laughs> I'm not pulling up. Where's she at? <laughs> Where's she at? Oh, she's right here. So now you're now you're here and you're like. I- All right, we're gonna put Luca on. Luca's gonna interview Emma. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, mic check, mic check. One, two. Uh, this is this is who is this? Whitelister? No, this is Lucas Brony. Okay, so you played middle. Yeah. When did you start playing volleyball? Uh, fourth grade. Fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Was that like in school probably? No. Club. What? Club. Club in fourth grade. So you play volleyball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you started at middle. so weird. I hate this. Yeah. You played middle your entire life? Yep. Okay. So that's tough. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be honest because I would say you're you're pretty tall for a girl. You're on the taller side, which makes sense. What was your favorite part <laughs> and least favorite part about being in middle? Um. My favorite part is probably that I don't have to play back row. Defense, yeah. Yeah, hate I hate that. And then my least favorite part is, or wait, yeah. Favorite, whatever. My fi- my least favorite part is that, I don't even, I don't know. Probably that I don't. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you're playing half as much as yeah. everyone else on your team. Did that ever affect? No, because it was kind of nice, like, having a break, like, while you were playing. Cause, you don't really have to do conditions. Yo, yes, you yes, do. Yes, you do. My suicide team dives. You do suicide dives. I would have bruises on my head. Absolutely, absolutely. So bad. All right, we're back because I'm a doesn't like talking. So you've never seen like a in your high school there there was no boys volleyball teams. No high schools around you had no boys. And all the club teams were co-ed. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Most what? of them were. Like they played six on six indoors co-ed. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why Utah was like that. It's weird. That's. I just feel like it's it's a little unfair. 
Like, they were not... I don't know why. Volleyball was just not that popular of a sport in Utah. The thing is, like, if my high school had one, I would probably play volleyball in high school. Probably. Just because I was playing... Like, all the kids on my basketball team probably would have played volleyball because... A lot of the skills transfer over. Agility. Footwork, agility, jumping. Like, it's it's all the same thing. See, like, I mean, you could have been, like, a Division One center if you had picked up a basketball. All you gotta do is... You could literally dunk a basketball if you wanted to. I was a center in middle school. You don't want to run up to like two to three miles a game. <laughs> Cause I'm training for that half marathon. You're like, oh yeah, like I could never do that. You're still so doing that? Yeah. Dude. When is it? Uh May seventh. <laughs> so what? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's not. Because he's doing it by MCO myself. And sprained his ankle. Oh, leave me alone. And okay. is a great ape. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Mark's all right, so I'm running a half I'm marathon. Mark's gonna be there for support. I am. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there with him early in the morning, and I'm gonna stay the whole three hours there. You know why? You know why, Emma? Because I'm a supportive friend. Because I'm a supportive person. I'm gonna be so pissed. Cause I'm gonna see Mark be like, "Go!" I'm gonna be like, "Bro, I, kill bro, you after this, bro." Cause I I ran cro- cross country in middle school. I ran cross country in middle school. So trust me, I I got you, bro. We have we have more stories coming along with our friendship group. Like, uh, oh, none <laughs> that we can really talk about on yeah. here that I want to release. Well, we went to the we went to that one beach and that was pretty cool. Yeah, when James was throwing sticks at the rocks. Yeah, like <laughs> bro, I ain't gonna lie though. Rubies after that. Oh, hits so that su- hey that super burger with that sourdough bread. It hits <laughs> so good. Dude, the whole car ride back. <laughs> that sounds going to be crazy. The whole car ride back was silent. Oh, dude, we were bumping country music. Yeah, we were bumping country music, but like low-key, everybody was so full and so stuffed. Nobody could even move. <laughs> everybody was basically in a food Shout cup. out Gordo Camp. <laughs> Gordo Camp. Then we played Spike after, bro. Yeah. We had a great time. Tomorrow's going up. Bro, let's play some poker. Come on. Oh, no. I feel like, what's the most controversial board game to ever play? Because honestly, it's either, for me, it's Monopoly and Uno. I've lost friends. I've lost friends Dude, playing I've, Monopoly. Bro, I've, I've, like, I've, I mean, I've lost friendships playing poker. I've lost Wait, friendships. I mean, Mark, think about me and Daniel, bro. When I lost on pocket, when I lost on pocket aces and the flush, actually, that's why I beat you on the flush and lost to CERN on a blind quad. That was crazy. Give Mark the mic. Bro, so throughout, okay. so throughout interterm, Mark and I played poker like a, like we were playing like, bro, a couple times a week. Yeah, it was like what two two times a week two, for times. like four or five weeks in a row. So anyways, we got we played a good amount. So there's one. It's like I don't know. It's like six or seven of us, and so there's one guy named Surin. He's up like forty dollars on like a ten dollar buy-in. Bro was taking everyone's money. He's just getting hot hand, hot hand. He's playing hands well. Like, he was, he was having a great night. So, we're like, dude, Surin, like, you're up so big. Play this next hand blind. Like, you have to play all the way through no matter how much we bet and play it blind. Because, like, dude, you're up so big. Like, and the most you're going to lose is what? Like, a couple bucks? Like, come on, bro. So, go through the hand. The last three people who are in is me, Mark, and Surin. Hey, and mind you, both of us are all in. Me and yeah, Wyatt me and are all in. Yeah, Mark have, like, $2 in. left. We go bro, all in. Bro, we go all in. I'm I'm chilling there. I got a straight. I'm like, okay, I'm chilling with the straight. Bro, you had a straight pair. I show. I have a flush. Bro, he has a flush, and I'm like, oh. No, I showed first. Yeah, I you showed, showed first. Because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take y'all's money. Thank you very much. 
place that down, and then Wyatt's like, nah, I gotta flush. I'm like, bro, so I'm pissed. So Mark gets pissed. I start celebrating. Also, in certain shows, CERN has quads. Quad eights. Bro pulls and quad I'm like, eights. He and went I'm like blind. And everyone's go, oh, and I'm like, wait, what? And I look over, CERN's got quad eights. Bro, I had, dude, I had never been so angry playing poker in my life. We're not gonna talk about the things I said after that. <laughs> We cannot let that. We that does not leave that room for that night. But dude, my God, we, we that's what I mean. We gotta play tomorrow. All right, is that it? Right. Wrapping it up. Is this, is this live episode. episode. Live episode. This is concluded. This is gonna be my first time saying the outro. But with that being said, I'm Wyatt Lister, and this is the locker room where sports unite us and stories inspire us. Going out on a live episode. See you guys. Peace out. <laughs>